Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. 
Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings Radio right here on The Fringe FM. Thank you for tuning in tonight, Wednesday, June 9th, 2021. If you'd like to contact the show, rdgable, rdgable at yahoo.com is the email. Search for us on Facebook, The Secret Teachings, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. And find our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, where you can find our full show archive, all of our montages, and my three books for sale, Occult Arcana, Food Philosophy, and The Technological Elixir. Again, www.thesecretteachings.info where you can also find a top news tab with all of the news articles that we discuss and some that are posted that we don't get a chance to discuss on the weekly show. Over the years, I have struggled in the early years of radio to come up with consistently unique subjects. The first three to four years of radio, I did one show a week. And over the last four to five years, I've expanded into doing multiple shows a week. Now the last three years or so, we've done the classical Monday through Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday broadcasts consistently, same time every night. We've been given that opportunity by the Fringe FM. You can find the whole schedule, all the shows at fringe.fm or thefringe.fm. And as I've done more radio and as I've expanded the secret teachings, I've realized that I was a little bit naive the first couple of years of radio. I didn't have any classical training, any background. I didn't go to school. It was sort of an accident that I got into radio. So I had to learn as I went. I had to learn as I go. And I would pick out these topics, I would find subjects that were interesting to me, and I would try to provide a different perspective on them, something that wasn't typical, something that wasn't mainstream, wasn't alternative as people call it, just try to find a unique angle. And at the time, you know, two, three years of uh, radio back in 2010, 11, 12, really, around that time period, I... um. You know, I struggled to come up with show ideas, and then I realized as my, I think my mind kind of expanded, having been shut off and programmed through the limited amount of college I had, and also I think still from high school, that there's a lot more that can be done outside of conventional thought. But what I learned that I think was most important, there's a lot more that can be done outside of unconventional thought. And it's always important to go beyond unconventional thought. So I've done that here on The Secret Teachings. And the last two nights, I hope that I have provided you 
with some very unique subject matter and some things that you may not have heard before. Monday night talking about the Idaho National Lab, the nuclear experiments, the radiation experiments and exposures, and the attraction of UFOs to Idaho. More sightings of UFOs take place in Idaho than any other state of the United States. And last night, talking about the explorations of the Grand Canyon and some of the forgotten anomalies in the early 20th century. And it's funny because when we look at things like archaeology or we look at things like history and we look at anomalies in archaeology or history, they're only anomalies because we have a prescribed way of looking at the world. However, it is, I believe, a little unfortunate that so many, and I think this is due to television and the consumption of entertainment, but it's unfortunate that we tend to see things that we don't understand in extremes. One extreme is, that's not true. The other extreme is, it's absolutely true. And when it comes to the subject of ancient history, ancient man, or the subject of extraterrestrials and UFOs, UAPs, etc., we have those that refuse to acknowledge that these things are being witnessed in the night skies, the day skies, that there's any evidence of something bizarre going on above our heads, something that has been going on for arguably thousands of years. Others believe it completely and wholly, and the correlation made between UFOs and extraterrestrials, dimensionals, etc., it becomes a doctrine and a dogma as much as the dismissal of those things become. So that's something that I think is very important as a lesson we all have to learn. I don't think we can really be taught that lesson. A lesson we have to learn that if you're truly and sincerely, like it's, it's one thing to listen to radio. It's one thing to read a book or to watch a TV show. It's another thing to sincerely understand what, uh, to the best of your ability, objectivity really is uh, or what balance to the best of your ability perceptually really is. But when we watch TV, we watch movies, we are influenced with ideas and with concepts that, sure, advertisers and marketers might put things into TV shows or commercials. They want you to buy a product. Others engineer concepts and ideas into movies and TV shows, like when the Pentagon approves Hollywood movie scripts, things like that, to condition you to view a particular subject in a certain way. Other times, it's pure creativity that gives us a new view of the world. It's raw, organic creativity and artistic expression. Movies that don't necessarily literally mean like in the case of the movie Arrival, that aliens are going to come and they're going to have tentacles and they're going to communicate in ink blots. Uh, it's a metaphor for international communications and global communications 
when co- other countries sometimes would prefer not to communicate. And um, at least that's what I read when I was reading the synopsis and the background on the movie Arrival, preparing for tonight's show. I looked at a lot of alien movies. You know, my favorite was Independence Day. I loved Independence Day. Uh, Will Smith was like my favorite actor when I was a kid. I loved uh, Men in Black. I watched The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. You know, anything with Will Smith in it. I loved Independence Day. But I, I watched some of the older movies, too. I watched some of the older Alien B movies, uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still. I liked Invasion of the Body Snatchers, uh, Invaders from Mars, which is a very interesting movie. Invaders from Mars is about aliens who come to Earth and they come to this little town and they attempt to use mind control to control the local population. Now, some of you might recall that Time Magazine, back in March of 2020, so over a year ago, published an article. I'll read you the headline here. Coronavirus could preview what will happen when alien life reaches Earth. And they go through and discuss the idea, not that COVID-19 is an alien virus, but that it is alien It is, as they call it, novel. And therefore, it seems as if our response to it would be similar to a response to some type of extraterrestrial incursion, invasion, interaction. Now that article... You can find it still, Time Magazine, March 2nd, 2020, just insinuating that life on other worlds might be a little bit different than we think. It might be something that is smaller. It might not fly in a spaceship. Things like that. Well, when you think about articles like that, Articles like that are written because it kind of plays on public interest in the subject of alien life. If you publish an article with the headline, Alien Life or Extraterrestrials, I mean, this is what a good headline is supposed to do. It's supposed to draw your attention to the article. It doesn't necessarily have to tell you anything important but it draws your attention to the article. And that is just like movies and TV. That's how media, in this capacity, influences our perception of the world, particularly on subjects like UFOs and UAPs. I read another article today, and this is from a few days ago. It's from Monday of this week. According to... Yahoo News and a UFO expert they quote what they refer to as technological artifacts, many of the things seen by the Navy for which we are going to get the major unclassified report on UAPs by the end of June this month 2021, that these technological artifacts exist quote, way beyond our comprehension and despite that 
The Department of Defense and others have stated, as the New York Times has also published, that there's no evidence that UAP sightings belong to aliens. However, as the New York Times pointed out, this cannot be ruled out. Now, NASA, according to CNN, this was published on June 4th, NASA and NASA's new chief, Bill Nelson, former Florida senator, is setting up another program to study unidentified flying objects within his first month in office, intends to study UFO sightings. This is, again, through NASA. And he stated that he doesn't believe UFOs are evidence of extraterrestrials. But he does say that it would be premature to rule out that as a possibility. So when I've read these articles and I've paid attention to recent popular culture, I've wondered what is it that has shifted not just public opinion, but what I could refer to as private opinion. What has shifted government opinion on the subject? And if this government opinion were not intended to be shifted, why was the New York Times, Louis Elizondo, Harry Reid, and all the others involved, why were they allowed to talk and to publish the things that they said and published? That's kind of irked me. That's kind of bothered me a little bit. I mean, it could imply that the government isn't intentionally covering anything up, or it could imply that there are fragments of the government, whatever that means, who wish to see this information leaked to the public. However, with a long history of mind control experiments, kind of like those aliens from invaders from Mars, and a long history of psychological experimentation, it makes me think that the narrative is being shifted. Obviously, there's always a reason for something, even if you don't understand it, but the narrative is being shifted for a very specific, perhaps a very strategic reason. Does anybody find it a little bit strange, just a little bit, that in the last year, last year and a half, with COVID-19, and then starting this year up to the month of June, we've had discussions on genetically engineered viruses and germ theory and things that come from outer space that might not be aliens as we think, but that could influence our planet in the same way. And the response to all of this is to basically change the genetics of humans with experimental gene therapy and while all of this is happening it's culminating in a crescendo of official government alien disclosure i mean it sounds to me a little bit bizarre and we're going to talk about that tonight on the secret teachings i'm ryan gable this is the secret teachings on the fringe fm our website www.thesecretteachings.info stay with us we'll be back
You are listening to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, where you can catch the secret teachings with Ryan Gable five nights a week after Lighting the Void with Joe Rook. If you enjoy the secret teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of my books. For the month of June, home of the summer solstice, you can submit a one-time donation of only $45 and get a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping. For those of you who want to consistently support the show, you can subscribe for a monthly donation and get the same access to the archive. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donation Subscribe tab at the top of the page. If you're just interested in the books, you can find each one of those on the website as well. And if you have any questions, you can email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for supporting The Secret Teachings over the years. I look forward to keeping you company through all the late nights and early mornings for many years to come. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. Do you want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of the Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny we are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK, The Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm.
Sometimes entertainment, movies, television, various forms of entertainment can be so predictive that even if they were not engineered to predict an event or to prepare you for an event that was planned, art can in this way mimic reality in a way that really is frightful. A couple of nights ago, I sat down and watched I Am Legend again. And I was talking to Hope while I was doing it. We were kind of chatting about the movie because of its implications today, 2020, 2021. And we were talking about the Crippen virus. And we watched I Am Legend and found something, picked something out of the movie that I had forgotten about. I'm sure other people realized it. But toward the beginning of the movie... There's some flashback scenes with Will Smith and his wife and his child. And while they're in the car driving to the helicopter, they want to get out of the city. Will Smith says that you need to bring enough food and water for two weeks. Now, most of you remember that COVID-19, the whole pandemic, as it's called, began with a two-week quarantine. Just two weeks. Some of you might also remember, as I detailed in the first segment, the story from Time magazine about how a coronavirus known as COVID-19 might actually preview what will happen when alien life reaches planet earth now in that particular story they're talking about microbes and they're talking about a response to a novel incursion a novel invasion in some capacity and i am legend they're talking about a virus that was engineered and it creates what some refer to as zombies they're more like vampires than they are zombies they're called dark seekers And so I don't have to remember all of this and try to explain it. I just went to IamLegend.Fandom and I read about the infection of the Crippen virus, which in the movie cured cancer, or if you've read the book where you saw Omega Man, the original I Am Legend, um, there are more vampires in the original I Am Legend, which was um, Omega Man. But this infection uh, that begins to turn people into dark seekers It starts with a cure for cancer. And so this is what I Am Legend fandom says. It says there are two strains of the Crippen virus, the airborne strain and the contact strain. Once the Crippen virus infects a human host, they will slowly succumb to the disease over the course of 48 hours. During that time, the host will suffer symptoms such as a fever, bleeding from the eyes, and vomiting blood. By the time the 48-hour deadline is up, the psychological symptoms of KV will have surfaced. The host will develop primal behavior and a vicious bloodlust. They will also see the uninfected as vicious monsters that must be destroyed and will embrace the newfound power the Crippen virus gives them. I couldn't help but find an eerie parallel between the description of the infection, it really isn't something unless you're very keen on observation in the movie, 
we just kind of get the general idea of a movie of what the movie is about. We know about the characters and certain scenes, but the specific description of the infection is eerily similar to how some people view those who for medical, religious, spiritual, perhaps personal, unidentified reasons, choose not to receive a COVID vaccine, choose not to wear a mask, etc. That the people who are choosing not to, or who are outright refusing, are actually the people who are dangerous and who are dirty. They are filthy humans, and they need to be locked up, and they need to be removed, and they need to be turned into a second-class citizen. And those people who view the world that way tend to do so in a very aggressive and angry manner that reminds me of the infected humans from I Am Legend, that they see the uninfected as monsters that must be destroyed and that they have embraced the power that the virus or that government officials have lured them into believing that they have a power they don't actually have a power that they're allowed to perceive that they have until as Stalin referred to them as useful idiots, they no longer are viable members of the party and then must be eradicated as well. So I am legend is vampires kind of like zombies. It deals and genetically modified viruses. And it's a really profound movie in its relationship with what has been happening in the world in the last year and a half, really the last two years, depending on how far you go back and where you'd like to start the whole thing. But I found that interesting that in I Am Legend, it began with basically a two-week period of attempting to mitigate and stop the spread of this virus. You can actually look that scene up. If you go to YouTube and just type in I Am Legend first flashback scene, and and in that movie, Will Smith will will make that statement, or you can just read, you know, I pulled up the actual script from the movie. So going back to the Time Magazine article about coronavirus being from somewhere else, just the insinuation that something like a coronavirus could be from somewhere else and the story of space debris coming down very close to Wuhan in China within a year. I forget the exact date. I think it was a few months before the so-called outbreak. Now you've got the Fauci emails that have come out and you've got the former director of the FDA. You've got uh, Gottlieb and others who said Fauci has briefed the world briefed world leaders at the beginning of the pandemic that this thing was possibly man-made. And there's a tremendous amount of confusion, as we've looked at on this show, because of germ theory, disease theory, Bicamp and Pasteur, looking at the history and how there is little to no evidence at all that a virus actually causes a disease it just happens to be in the vicinity during what we call a period of disease 
or a period, which is dis-ease, dis-ease, a period of disease, a period of sickness. But beyond that, taking into consideration how movies like Invaders from Mars or I Am Legend or Invasion of the Body Snatchers, how they tell a story, and they might be based on fears, uh, on just pure good ideas that might subconsciously be embedded in fears. Just It could be for a number of reasons, you know, whatever the story is. But when things begin to mirror reality, we realize that art isn't so different than reality. And reality isn't so different than art. And so in the last year, I'm tired of hearing about COVID-19 or people say it's the Rona. I, I hate that. But I'll tell you this. In the last year to year and a half, where there have been mentions of genetically engineered viruses, discussions and arguments on 5G, so-called conspiracies that are debunked but actually aren't debunked that then turn out to be relatively true, true to some degree, viruses leaking from a lab that might not actually be viruses, but it actually might be something that is genetic, something that the body, let's say, produces to fight against environmental pollutants, toxins, poisons, electromagnetic frequencies, chemicals. Your body releases that to defend against that exposure and then you take that particle and re-engineer it to be harmful or deadly to target certain parts of the body like the placenta. You release it, you put it in a vaccine, you call it a vaccine, it's gene therapy. I believe, and maybe those who feel the way that I do about germ theory may, may disagree with me, but I believe that very similar, very similar, in fact, scarily similar to what Dr. Alice Crippen did in the story of I Am Legend was taking a virus genetically engineered from the measles virus and as she explains in the movie, at the very beginning of the movie, there's like a, there's like a sports broadcast. You can hear the audio as the, uh, the introduction credits are rolling through. And she explains that basically they're taking something that's bad and they are engineering it to actually help people. So let's just kind of reverse the germ theory, something that's bad and reverse it to help people. Well, the alternative to germ theory, which I believe has far more credibility and there is substantially more evidence to confirm the alternate to germ theory, that germs don't cause disease per se, that they are the cleanup processes of disease. There are conditions that bacteria or a virus might be under that then causes what we call dis-ease. It can get complicated, but the bottom line is, let's say you take something from the body 
that is produced to protect the body, what we call a virus, we call it harmful, but it's produced to protect the body. You engineer that then to attack the body. Kind of the opposite of what Dr. Crippen did in the I Am Legend story. Here's that scene. It's about 90 seconds long from the introduction to I Am Legend. The world of medicine has seen its share of miracle cures, from the polio vaccine to heart transplants, but all past achievements may pale in comparison to the work of Dr. Alice Crippen. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. So, Dr. Crippen, give it to me in a nutshell. Well, the premise is quite simple. Um, take something designed by nature and reprogram it to make it work for the body rather than against it. You're talking about a virus? Indeed, yes, in this case, the measles um, virus, which has been engineered at a genetic level to be helpful rather than harmful. Um, So what happens if you take the opposite of that? Something that is created by nature to be helpful and you engineer it to be harmful. It's basically flipping genetic engineering and the theories behind disease over on the other side so that you can see that something harmful is not being engineered to make it better. It's something that is beneficial that is being engineered to make it harmful. Listen to that again. Ms. Crippen, thank you so much for joining us this morning. So, Dr. Crippen, give it to me in a nutshell. Well, the premise is quite simple. Um, Take something designed by nature and reprogram it to make it work for the body rather than against it. You're talking about a virus? Indeed, yes, in this case, the measles um, virus, which has been engineered at a genetic level to be helpful rather than harmful. Or harmful rather than helpful. Um, I find the best way to describe it is if you can if you can imagine your body as a highway and you picture the virus as a very fast car um, being driven by a very bad man, imagine the damage that that car could cause. Mm-hmm. But then if you replace that man with a cop, the picture changes, and that's essentially what we've done. Let's say we have a car going down the interstate, though it's driven by a very good person, and then we replace that good person with a bad person, and you can see what kind of destruction it causes. Now, this isn't a theory. That's not an idea that I want people to believe. I'm not promoting or selling something. I'm simply saying that where germ theory and its opposition kind of meet up and butt heads, and where there are very reasonable questions asked by people who do not necessarily believe in germ theory, which I, I believe is quite absurd. Logically, it seems like it makes sense, but when you get into the details, it's, it's quite absurd. You wonder, what are researchers, what are scientists doing at laboratories? What are they doing at these facilities? And so, when you consider that, I think that you need to... Think about how bacteria is pleomorphic and changes conditions. And if you take bacteria from something that is environmentally toxic and you put that into the body, literally or figuratively, it could create a poison that then makes you sick. And yes, the bacteria makes you sick in that case, but it's only because of the environmental conditions that in that particular case are artificial. The organic conditions in the body 
that create those environments then, as we say, make you sick, but it's the conditions, it's the environment, it's not the actual bacteria or what we call a virus. So in I Am Legend, they're taking the measles virus, it's a bad man causing destruction in a car, they replace the bad man by a cop. I'm sure they'll re-edit that for the cancel culture. And when they replace the bad man with a cop, they make the virus work for them rather than against them. I'm submitting to clear up the confusion that some people who disagree with germ theory have and to respond to those who believe in germ theory who say, do you really believe all the big laboratories are just fake? It's a fraud. They're not engineering viruses or bacteria. It's all made up. No, I'm saying that you're taking things that are naturally environmentally as a result of those pollutants, toxins, environmental conditions that are naturally there, engineering them then to be harmful. You're taking something from the body that has been isolated, that is produced to protect the body, the cop in the car or the good person in the car. You're replacing it with a bad person, and then you're actually adding like Mad Max-style car additions. You know, you're putting bars over the windows and a plow in the front of the car, and then you're letting that person go. So you're taking something natural that's good, you're turning it upside down and replacing it with something that's bad, and then sending it back into the body through the air, through a surface, through a vaccine to cause harm. And that's just my approach in analyzing germ and the opposition to germ theory and looking at the popular culture and the movies and the stories and the entertainment like I Am Legend. That doesn't tell us anything about other forms of genetic engineering and the creation of various forms of gene therapy programs. That's a whole separate story, and that's not of interest to us tonight. What's of interest to us tonight is how this could be done by scientists who know exactly what they're doing, who know the dangers of it, who may have been conditioned or may truly think that what they're doing is necessary because if they don't do it, others will do it. And you might also say, well, COVID-19 really isn't something that's harmed a lot of people. It's A lot of numbers are fake. Yes, but see, you can engineer something to be harmful without really killing people. You could engineer something to be a binary weapon system where there needs to be an additional trigger to detonate the explosives. See, with all the media coverage now, finally, we told you this over a year ago. Other shows told you this over a year ago. Most of you probably knew this over a year ago, that something weird was going on with the Wuhan laboratory. And I remember asking a couple of guests that we had on, Don Lester and David Parker, what they thought was going on then in biosafety laboratories, BSL-4s, high security. What were they doing then in those labs? Just I think I said to David, what were they doing, just watching TV? And he said, I, I don't know. That's a good question. Well, I thought about it, and I think 
I have the answer. I think rather than replacing the bad guy with the good guy to make the bad virus good, which ultimately backfires and turns people into bloodthirsty zombies, vampires, I think they're taking what people might call an exosome for point of reference, but something the body produces to protect itself to certain toxins, to certain pollutants, to certain things in the environment, taking that, the good guy, engineering it to then be bad, and then putting it back into the body, engineering it for God knows what, releasing it, putting it into a vaccine or a shot to see just what happens, or because they've specifically engineered it to do something that they want to have done. So when you put this into perspective, I think it ties together the 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 open wounds and the open holes and the headbutting discussions and arguments and debates of people that believe in two different camps of what caused disease. But it also suggests that the people who are doing this, if that is the case, clearly have no concern for organic life, have no concern for humanity, and it leads us to believe, not just based on the things that certain powerful people say, elitists as they are referred to say about the human population and population reduction, it leads us to believe that they don't like humans that much. It leads us to believe that they intend to control humans. And not only do they intend to control humans through some arbitrary method. No, no, no. It's not an arbitrary method. It is a direct form of mind control, a direct form of altering people's bodies, their biology, their physiology. You know, the body is bioelectrical, creating a system that in around 1889, 1890, might have been created as a technological boom, but one in which has now been exploited to literally, through electricity, control people in ways that are really and truly unidentifiable. Because we don't think about electricity or the things, the technologies we're around having any influence on us. We're worried about somebody sneezing at the grocery store, but we'll put a cell phone up to our head. Leads me to believe that the people that are doing this, they don't like human beings that much. Which brings me to my original point. The concept from Time Magazine back in March of 2020 suggested that what we call COVID-19 could be a preview of what will happen when alien life reaches Earth. And then movies like Invaders from Mars, you know, they try to use mind control. I think they give people injections to control their mind, which is pretty interesting. Um, I don't know if that has any parallels for you. But consider the fact that everything that we've seen in the last year, year and a half, and all the so-called wild, wacky conspiracies about these things can actually be traced back to news articles and scientific reports that are 
four, five, six years old. I'll give you an example. Genetically engineered magnetoprotein remotely controls brain and behavior. March 2016, the neurophilosophy science section of The Guardian. It's an interesting article. You might want to read it. It might have something to do with magnets and something to do with mind control and genetic engineering. Just a thought. But specifically within the last year to year and a half, here in June 2021, we're witnessing a great revelation. We are witnessing from Wuhan lab and Fauci emails and acknowledgement from Gottlieb and the former FDA director that something illegal was and is happening. Something that is essentially crimes against humanity, massive conspiracy on a global scale, things that need to be prosecuted like Nuremberg. Things that need to be prosecuted unlike the terrible crimes of so many communist dictatorships. We think Nuremberg, we think Germany, we think Nazis, we think primarily Jewish prosecutors. This needs to be, at least mentally for the average person, processed. And you need to prosecute in the mind based on the evidence so that you are not a guinea pig and you do not willfully consent and give permission to be part of an experiment to make what is happening legal. And so I'm digressing, but in the last year and a half, do you know what else you've seen? Do you know what else you've seen in the last six months? You've seen a steady and an increasing of that steady drip. A steady drip that turned into an increasing drip. Now a faucet is on full blast. Full acknowledgement of UFOs and UAPs. That the technology is way beyond our comprehension, quote unquote, way beyond our comprehension, according to one expert on UFOs quoted by the Insider or Yahoo News. That CNN has announced Bill Nelson, NASA's new chief, is going to establish investigations into unidentified flying objects. The Navy calls them UAPs. NASA calls them UFOs. And the New York Times a few days ago, June 3rd, published the article, U.S. finds no evidence of alien technology in flying objects but can't rule it out either. For years and years and years, Area 51 doesn't exist. UFOs don't exist. Now, oh, they exist. We just don't have proof that it's an alien spaceship. And we don't have evidence that it's really a government project. But we do know it's beyond our comprehension. We do know that the material is something we can't really manufacture here on Earth. So, dot, dot, dot. Okay, so what is it then? Are we supposed to guess? Is it because the people that publish these reports don't want to lose re-election, the journalists who write the articles don't want to lose their jobs if it was just acknowledged, yeah, they're aliens. 
because it would provide us with such an open forum, like, yeah, maybe there would be total societal collapse. Could people really handle that? I mean, the economic, the religious, the spiritual, the social, the cultural upheavals. At least that's what some believe would happen. Perhaps something else would happen. Perhaps it would actually bring all of that together. It would bring us together in peace. And we could offer a proverbial olive branch, hopefully on the alien planet, olives aren't a symbol of warfare, but we could offer the proverbial olive branch to the extraterrestrials by holding hands with each other and singing a wonderful, lovely song about world government. And we could offer them the Oreo cookie because Oreo has a new UFO-themed pack of cookies to extend an olive branch to extraterrestrials. You place the cookie in the center of the package and place it in the view of a night sky as a sign of peace, just like the Black Knight satellite Pepsi commercial. So companies are capitalizing on this because at the end of June we're going to get that report. I don't think you really need that report to tell you anything might confirm people's biases. It'll confirm everybody's bias because there's no evidence, but we can't rule it out. So it's a very neutral stance. But it's nevertheless being reported on. And all the stuff about the Advanced Aerospace Identification Program, Louis Elizondo and the Pentagon and the New York Times in 2017 and the articles that have come out after that, the subsequent articles, all of that, was allowed to be published. So is there really a government conspiracy to cover it up? And if there was, if there is, is this just taking control of a narrative that can no longer be controlled from behind the scenes because it's just too obvious what's happening in the skies above us and in the world around us? You find it suspicious that as the pandemic narrative, even in the mainstream, begins to fall apart to the point of We need to be talking about serious trials for the Fauci's, for Obama, and for the people that financed this research and that took the good car and replaced it with a bad car to cause destruction, to make money, to kill people. And all that's happening just a few weeks before there's this huge government report. I mean, is one or the other meant to discredit or to draw attention from the other one or is there some grand crescendo happening here is there some thing that you're being told that even though you're being told partly in a direct manner it's really an indirect method of disclosing that we basically live in a captive state And what we call aliens extraterrestrials, as acknowledged back in the 40s by the military in declassified, now unclassified documents, that they came from other dimensions, that they're really in control of our world. And they take the form of humans, and they manipulate and control us, and they inject things into us. And it's like invaders from Mars, and they try to control our minds and our brains and exterminate the remainder of the human population, replace the rest with these synthetic Creatures that then live in this digital sub-reality like something from Star Trek. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's a lot more after this. Think about that. We'll be back.
Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Do you like the secret teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. If you enjoyed The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of my books. For the month of June, home of the summer solstice, you can submit a one-time donation of only $45 and get a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping. For those of you who want to consistently support the show, you can subscribe for a monthly donation and get the same access to the archive. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the donation subscribe tab at the top of the page. If you're just interested in the books, you can find each one of those on the website as well. And if you have any questions, you can email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for supporting The Secret Teachings over the years. I look forward to keeping you company through all the late nights and early mornings for many years to come. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhanced and improved sound quality. Edit out those awkward pauses and slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, back volumes, deliver consistent sound. Live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and loud measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, no artwork. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. The biggest thing is time. A lot of people that podcast don't have time. It's going to take you months to launch. If we did it for you, we could do it tomorrow. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. This is Jess Rogie, host of the Rogie Report, and you're listening to the Fringe FM, KTLK, digital broadcasting. If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm.
I'm Ryan Gable, your host. And you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio right here on The Fringe FM. If you'd like to contact the show, R-D-G-A-B-L-E, R-D-Gable at yahoo.com. You can also use that email and go to PayPal to support the show. Right now, through the month of June 2021, it is a $45 donation that will get you access to the archive, the montages, all my digital books, and a physical book shipped free in the United States. We do ship around the world as well. If you have any questions about that, you can use that same email, rdgable at yahoo.com to shoot me those questions or to share content with me or whatever else you'd like to get to my computer so that I can read it, rdgable at yahoo.com. The website also www.thesecretteachings.info. Popular culture has greatly shaped our perception of not only the world, but of the subject of extraterrestrial life. So much so that when we consider the idea, the possibility of coming into contact with aliens, extraterrestrials, interdimensionals, whatever you choose to call them, We tend, and I know this because I tend to have the same image in my head, I think of something from a movie I've seen, whether it's a bad B-movie or it's more like the bio-suit-wearing extraterrestrials and my favorite alien movie, Independence Day. It's what I grew up watching. I think I burnt the VHS out because I watched it so much. Or one of my new favorite alien movies, Arrival, which is more philosophical, more spiritual, more psychological. I thought that was a great movie. But whether it's a television show like The X-Files, or it's a movie like The Day the Earth Stood Still, or it's a movie like Invaders from Mars, or even if it's not an alien movie, even if it's Omega Man, even if it's I Am Legend, it shapes our view on reality, because reality mimics art and art mimics reality, and there's this crossover. Sometimes there are things placed into entertainment that are meant to program us in what we refer to as predictive programming. It programs us to believe and to see things in a way that will then become reality, and it's not so much predictive as it is planned and organized, predictive programming. It could also be referred to as a revelation of the method, right? Well, if you watch the movie I Am Legend, and I just watched it again the other night with with Hope, and we were sitting there watching it, and she had said something to me, and I just, in the background, picked up this line from the movie when Will Smith, uh, or Dr. Neville, is in the car with his wife and child in the back seat, and they're driving, and he's telling her that she needs to get money and get supplies and you know, basically get out of the city, he says, bring enough food for two weeks. And that's how everything in 2020 began. We just need two weeks to stop the virus, right? And then that turned into mandatory vaccines and masks to do pretty much anything, despite the lacking of credible, sincere evidence that these things do anything but cause harm. I don't mean what you believe. I mean the actual evidence when you go read it for yourself. If you read the CDC's scientific paper on their new guidelines here in 
May, June 2021, it just says that you need a vaccine, but if you don't have the vaccine, then everybody has to wear a mask anyway. And if they don't, the vaccine won't work. But if we tell people that they're never going to get the vaccine, if we tell them that they can't take their mask off, so we'll just tell them in order to increase sales. I mean, that is what the scientific paper on the CDC website says. It's a psychological game. And now with all the talk about lab leaks from Wuhan and the Fauci emails and all the things former FDA head and Scott Gottlieb saying that Fauci briefed world leaders about the, the lab theory, the lab conspiracy Fauci, of course, perjured himself to the U.S. Senate on video and audio to Senator Rand Paul, trying to weasel and work his way around the admission of funding gain-of-function research. Money was dumped from the federal government into other groups and agencies that were then also funding the lab, so it was more than $3 million. And you get this confusion And we did shows on both sides of the spectrum. Those who believe in germ theory, but might not even understand what they believe in. It's just a doctrine, a dogma. And those who believe in the opposite. We did shows on that at the beginning of everything in 2020. And we talked about how Time Magazine suggested that what we're witnessing as a global pandemic could actually be a precursor to what it would be like to come into contact with some kind of alien microbe. Also suggesting that things from outer space can make us sick. When you read about comets or asteroids or you think about contaminating you know, other planets or contaminating the solar system with microbes from Earth, so they create things in a sterile environment. We have to understand that things are not directly and absolutely literal, and that to suggest that a virus or a bacteria doesn't cause a disease, it's simply present, is a scientific fact. There's no direct evidence. There's a lot of correlation But there are also firefighters at fires, and there are police officers at crime scenes, and there are lawyers in courtrooms. It doesn't mean because the lawyer is in the courtroom, the lawyer is guilty of what his client is being accused of. I think that's pretty simple to understand. But you go beyond that, and there's a couple of things that I find particularly interesting I've been asked, and I've asked others, okay, all the evidence shows us that germ theory isn't that much of the reality that we give it. It's not as definitive as we think, and there's another way to look at it. But what then are people doing in these biosafety laboratories? What are researchers doing with viruses, and bacteria. And I've never really had anybody give me a straight answer. 
I could be way off the mark, but I think I have an answer for you. We know bacteria is pleomorphic. We know that if we take pus from somebody else, their arm is pussing a little pustulate, and we put it in our body, we'll probably get sick because it's a foreign substance being put into our body. Since the original definition of the word virus was noxious poison or something to that effect, you can transfer a virus by transferring that pus. So you can do it in that way. Transmitting it through a cough or through touching a surface is much different. These are the mainline theories and presumptions anyway. When you have certain conditions in the body, certain chemical reactions, the bacteria in the body will change. And what we call viruses, or what some call exosomes, cellular excretions that package poison and remove it from the body, are often identified as being the cause of the actual disease when they, at least in the case of the virus, might be the cleanup crew for the disease. The bacteria might be the result of a toxic environment in the body. And so the virus comes along to clean out the cells, or to clean out the other parts of the body, and then to get rid of that poison. So in essence, it works together. What if you were to take those things and just like if you were to create an artificial environment and transfer the bacteria and then it would make you sick because it might be releasing releasing gases or chemicals that that we our bodies don't like so it makes us very sick take it engineer it and then put it back into the body put it into the environment put it into a shot what if what's happening is Germ theory is wrong, and the alternative to it is not necessarily wrong, but everybody's kind of missing a little key detail. With genetic engineering, we can pretty much engineer anything to do anything. And I mean that very general. We can engineer anything to do anything. There might be severe consequences, but we can do it. Should we do it? Probably not. But can we do it? Yeah, we can do it. And it's much more advanced than what they're telling you about CRISPR and other forms of gene editing technologies. So, what do they do in these labs? Perhaps they take those so-called exosomes, the so-called good bacteria, and they engineer them to genetically produce the kinds of poisons in the case of bacteria or they engineer the viruses to do the opposite of what they are naturally programmed to do in terms of removing poison and instead the viruses now introduce poison. Instead the bacteria now releases the poison, engineered to release the poison. Then you release it as a biological weapon And it looks like the virus or the bacteria is causing the sickness. And in a sense it is, but it's been engineered to do that. Because when you read the literature, whether it's HIV or it's coronavirus 19, you can't really find any identification except 
indirect correlations, but when you talk about biological weapons, there's no doubt whatsoever biological and chemical weapons can create the same kinds of conditions that what we consider a virus to be responsible for. But these are things that are made in a laboratory for war or for whatever it might be. It's very similar to what Dr. Alice Crippen from I Am Legend, the movie, sure, laugh at it, it's a movie, but what she said about the measles virus in the movie. In the movie, she says, they took something bad and they made it good. They made it work for us rather than against us. What if scientists are taking something good that removes poison from the body and they're engineering it to in a sense, reintroduce that poison or any other kind of poison into the body to make people sick? What if they're taking something good and they're replacing it by something with something bad? And perhaps that's what's being done in these laboratories. Now, the question beyond that, because I imagine that most of you like me are tired of hearing about this crap, is what does that imply What does that suggest and what does that definitively or almost definitively prove that there are people, those who are doing this, sanctioning it, funding it, who are trying to intentionally create things to make people sick and to hurt them? Maybe it's because they'd like to offer a solution to that problem. Classic shady business. Create a problem, offer a solution. Maybe they don't like humans that much. So as this information begins to come out more and more in June 2021, today is June 9th, 2021. We've got about 16 days till we get the government report on the UAPs. We've gotten a little briefing of it so far Not advanced technology, that's ours. Maybe it's Chinese or Russian, but this has been going on for literally over half a century. I mean, ultimately, it's been going on for for multiple centuries since recorded time. So it definitely isn't Chinese or Russian. And it's not technology according to the experts according to the government, that is really something we can comprehend. It's far more advanced than that. And we can't rule out that these craft are piloted by aliens. And I think that's a logical conclusion. How do you know they're piloted by aliens? They might just be robotic craft. They might be spy craft. They might be on a reconnaissance mission. They might be just observing. Hell, the whole planet might just be a big zoo, and those are the alien children going on a field trip. We don't know. And I'm just talking about the the Tic Tacs, the UAPs, the UFOs that are being investigated, that are being studied. That's coming out June 2021, the same time all the information that we told you about over a year ago 
is being released now, admittedly, in the public about engineered viruses and conspiracies of government and government officials and foreign countries. And there's a lot of people who don't believe in viral contagion. I'm essentially, I say essentially, one of them. Because I've read enough literature that I just, I find no evidence of it. And everybody else who says that's crazy, uh, they're just presuming from what they've been dogmatically conditioned to believe. And I'm open to other possibilities because I can't find anybody really who can explain what people are doing in laboratories with genes and viruses and bacteria. And then I thought, and it clicked, oh, they're taking something good from the body. As the opposition to germ theory says, exosomes, poison conditions, bacteria creates chemicals, and bacteria then basically is going to exist in a toxic environment. It's, it's because, that's going to make you sick. You're sick because of the environment, the toxicity, the poison. The viruses are trying to pull that poison out and get rid of it. They're taking that, and they're just engineering it to be harmful. I think that solves the problem. Might be a little more complicated than that, but I think that solves the problem on the surface. Now, not only has the federal government been slowly, and the New York Times and others, slowly dripping this information to the public, NASA, which is governmental, but it's essentially military, NASA is now setting up an effort to study unidentified flying objects. And whether or not this kind of stuff is just a publicity stunt or it's something else, I question why suddenly, after all this time, and maybe it's just because of the perceptually arbitrary nature of the information being released, why is it now that we're going to have what amounts to UFO, at least, disclosure? That doesn't mean aliens, it just means UFO disclosure. And why is it the government can acknowledge we don't know what these are, we can't say that they're not alien because we don't know? I mean, that sounds honest enough in the briefing report that came out from the New York Times on June 3rd, 2021. Sounds honest enough. It's not advanced technology. I mean, if it is, it's, it ain't human. So what is it? Well, it's kind of like as we are hearing more and more about UFOs and UAPs and the possibility of alien life. Might it be, and we could choose a number of angles here, might it be that the conclusion to the report, maybe it surprises us, is that these things, although they're not classified as alien, they're advanced technologies, we can't comprehend them, we don't understand them, we can't build them, they're not built here, we can't say they're alien, but they're definitely a threat to national security. They're definitely a threat to global society, human civilization. So perhaps the way in which we solidify a resistance to these objects is we form a unified global system. Now you could quote that famous lady named Rosen who said, according to Von Braun, the final, ultimate social control would be, in essence, some form 
of alien invasion. But it would be fake. Now, she was saying the last card, the last card is the fake alien invasion. The last card is space-based weapons to defend the Earth. This is essentially the final solution to the human problem. The final solution to stopping the expansion of the human race, basically ending human civilization as we know it, to control it absolutely. Now, you can speculate on what Carol Rosen said, what Werner von Braun said, and oftentimes it's taken out of context, as is the idea of Project Blue Beam. Oh, they're going to stage an alien invasion with Project Blue Beam. Um, that's not a real government program. That's a theory. It's just a theory. It was a theory. And we're allowed to have well-controlled speculation, speculation and theories. But that's not a literal thing. Uh, and because of that, we have to understand that when we analyze the things we're analyzing, um, I'm doing it based on the best information that I can find to put together an analysis that's a little different than you're going to hear other places, but that's something I sincerely feel. And I was feeling today maybe they're taking something good for the body, which is what's being done in every other avenue of research, and they're making it harmful to the body and to the environment. Why would a so-called virus or bacteria be any different? I'm not talking about taking something harmful and making it more harmful. I'm talking about taking something good and making it harmful. The opposite of taking the measles virus and making it work for humans rather than against us. Although in the end, the idea is that genetic engineering is not a good idea and it turned humans into zombies, bloodthirsty, dark seekers, what amounted to vampires. And it all started with a two-week, just a two-week mitigation process in I Am Legend. Just a two-week mitigation process. To me, it sounds a little bit suspicious. Not one particular thing, but just all of it coming together when it's coming together. Hey, this might have been a laboratory leak. Maybe it's not that. Maybe that in and of itself is a distraction. Maybe what's going to happen is we're going to be told that aliens are a threat. And therefore, we need to do something to stop our imminent destruction. Just like Time Magazine wrote back in 2020. Maybe the coronavirus is just kind of like an introduction, a preview of what will happen when alien life reaches Earth. And if a microbe is like that, a tiny little microbe could be so dangerous. What about these objects that naval pilots have seen? Objects that do things that we can't comprehend. What could they do to our civilization? What could they do to the human race? Well, you would think they'd probably just exterminate us. Though, if they wanted to exterminate us, with that kind of technology, they probably could have done it already. Maybe they're more sophisticated. Maybe they work kind of like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Maybe they do it through various technological means, like the Borg, assimilating biological, physiological features into their own. Maybe they work in a way that we can't comprehend. Militarily and 
in all other ways, scientifically, you name it. Maybe they work in that way, whatever they are, with a goal to integrate and incorporate or to exterminate. We drop bombs, but what if these beings were far more sophisticated and they had a long, long, long drawn-out process to essentially conquer our planet? Maybe they're going to extract resources. That's why they want us to preserve the resources, climate change, to preserve what they wish to take and to consume while everyone else is replaced by clones and animal-human hybrid chimeras and we exist in a digital sub-reality plugged into a computer simulation. It's all coming out June 2021. UFO disclosure, lab leaks, genetically engineered so-called viruses. I don't really know what's going on, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just giving you the vantage point that I have from the secret teachings. rdgable at yahoo.com, rdgable at yahoo.com. Subscribe to the archive with that email, $45 for the month of June. Grab the books on the website. There's a chapter on UFO cults in the secret, uh, excuse me, not the secret teachings, in the technological elixir. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the secret teachings. Stay with us. We'll be back after this, right here on the Fringe FM. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit our website at www.thesecretteachings.info and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs, 
and get access to the digital versions of each one of my books. For the month of June, home of the summer solstice, you can submit a one-time donation of only $45 and get a free physical copy of one of my books with free shipping. For those of you who want to consistently support the show, you can subscribe for a monthly donation and get the same access to the archive. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and click on the Donation Subscribe tab at the top of the page. If you're just interested in the books, you can find each one of those on the website as well. And if you have any questions, you can email me at rdgable at yahoo.com. Thank you so much for supporting The Secret Teachings over the years. I look forward to keeping you company through all the late nights and early mornings for many years to come. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> like you're all working for the same guy. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Ryan Gable, your host, and this is The Secret Teachings right here on the Fringe FM. Final segment. Don't go anywhere. It's about to get more intense. I'm sure you've heard of Carol Rosen, who worked with Mr. Von Braun, one of the fathers of NASA. And there's a lot of speculation and a lot of misidentification of what Carol and Von Braun and others did or believed. There's these ideas and things in popular culture that kind of spiral out of control, like Project Bluebeam, which was a theory. It wasn't a government document that said, hey, we're going to do this. But in essence, in theme, Dr. Carol Rosen said, in relation to Von Braun, that the last card outside of terrorism and asteroids, would be the alien card. Quote, we are going to have to build space-based weapons against aliens, and all of it is a lie. Now, Von Braun basically founded NASA. He was the father of NASA, which is basically a military 
agency, lots of former military, and what NASA ultimately is doing, what it's working on over the decades, let alone today, has been speculated upon. Some astronauts have talked about secret facilities for secret space missions. So this isn't a conspiracy theory on the fringes of the Internet or on YouTube. But it's interesting because Von Braun ran NASA, and if there's any element of truth to what Carol Rosen said, Dr. Carol Rosen, I find it strange that NASA suddenly is getting interested in UFOs. They're very quick to cut video feeds of the ISS. They're very quick to cut video feeds of the Earth when there's bizarre lights and objects that zoom across the lens of the camera from a far distance that might be immense objects. NASA's new chief is setting up an effort to study unidentified flying objects, though, within his first month in office, according to CNN. Bill Nelson, the former Florida senator and space flight veteran, that they are going to study UFOs because even in the upper echelons of the U.S. Space Agency, Nobody knows what the high-speed objects observed by Navy pilots really are. UFO researchers and experts have said that these things are beyond our comprehension. The Pentagon recently, since they closed the initial investigation in 2012, and we saw the article in 2017, the Pentagon essentially reopened their investigation into UAPs, UFOs, whatever you choose to call them. And now in June 2021, we are about to see some kind of official disclosure. The Pentagon's new program that began last summer, the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, which was put together to, quote, detect, analyze, and catalog, end quote, sightings of strange objects in the sky that could pose a threat to national security. Now, this whole disclosure process is because of a provision in the Intelligence Authorization Act and briefings on what are going to come out of this major report that will be unclassified that American intelligence officials have to put out by the end of June. They claim they have no evidence that extraterrestrials are visiting Earth, no aliens, but that the aerial phenomena witnessed by Navy pilots, although it might not be alien, it certainly isn't a possibility we can rule out, and it certainly isn't out of the realm of possibility, considering that they also state that this is not military or other advanced U.S. government technology and you might say, maybe it's Russian or Chinese. Sure, that stands up in the present. But when we go back 50, 60, 70, 100 years or more, it doesn't stand up so well. I don't think the communist Chinese were building these kinds of weapons or these kinds of ships or devices uh, 500 years ago. Or the Russians. Or anybody for that matter. When you've got paintings and depictions and descriptions of these things from the diary of Christopher Columbus, which is a very, very famous entry you've probably seen in TV shows before. 
to famous German paintings of basically a sky battle, a war being fought in the heavens, which remind many of the Vimanas in India. Now, you can say, well, that's ancient aliens. That's some cool stuff. Keep talking about that. I'm not really interested in that. I'm simply saying with all of that evidence, you don't really need a government report to classify or to confirm something you already believe. And regardless of what you believe, in aliens, not in aliens, UFOs, not in UFOs, UFOs, but not aliens, I don't know what people believe. But regardless of which camp you sit in, while you wait for the story to be unfolded to you, for most people, it's going to confirm their bias one way or another, and that's how it's going to be written in what amounts to legal terminology. But it will also disclose things that have never been disclosed before, such as, yeah, the government is not only interested in this, as we found it in 2017 officially, we know about Project Blue Book and others, but that suddenly, this is just being dumped to the public. Why suddenly? Is it just the arbitrary nature of the dumping that has people like me a little bit freaked out? Because, see, popular culture, movies, TV shows, entertainment, predictive programming. We talked about I Am Legend, the Crippen virus, the people that are infected see the uninfected as the truly infected that need to be eradicated. They embrace the power of the virus. They embrace the power of the authority it gives them. This is happening socially. This is happening with people all around us. And that began because a doctor tried to cure cancer by taking something bad, a measles virus, and making it good. Didn't work out too well. Of course, that relates to the dangers of genetic engineering, but what if they were taking something good, a virus that cleans out the poison from the body, a bacteria that itself is poisoned in a toxic environment, so it reacts as such. We say it's a bacterial infection making us sick, when in reality, the bacteria is also sick because of the environment. You engineer both of them to introduce those poisons into the body. You release it, or you put it into a shot. You consider all this and put all this together and wonder, why is it that we're hearing about laboratory Wuhan leaks again in June 2021, May into June 2021? Why, suddenly, in these last couple of weeks, are we hearing about this again? Because last year was a conspiracy theory. Last year, I talked about it back in, like, January, February. I think we were talking about it in in, in, in brief snippets here or there, in December of 2019. And it's like people just can't comprehend. How did you know that? I paid attention. You know, I've had people tell me, oh my God, you were right the whole time. But what am I right about? I don't know what I'm right about. Because when you say it was leaked from a laboratory, but it's not making people sick, how can it be a virus? It's more complicated than that. It's way more complicated than that. So let's say something was leaked from a lab and the people that are doing this are engineering this to be harmful. They wish to exterminate human life, organic life, replace it with synthetics, chimeras, hybrids, clones, a transhumanist view of the world connected to computers within a digital subreality, a microwave reality, a digital world, a 6G computer simulation. That sounds anything but natural, organic of God, or that has anything to do with life at all. It's about extinguishing life, extinguishing light. It's about extinguishing 
the path to unification, the path to God. So all this comes together, and I honestly, I have to tell you, i got to go back to pop culture. i got to go back to entertainment. And I have to ask you if you remember seeing a movie that received terrible reviews that, for the most part, had very little to no promotion. It had a very large budget, and it had a pretty decent cast. John Goodman was in it. And the movie is about an extraterrestrial occupation of Earth focused in Chicago. And here's the synopsis of the movie. After 10 years of extraterrestrial occupation, residents of Chicago must decide whether to continue to live under alien rule or support the resistance. It's got your classic storytelling themes. You know, you've got your antagonists, your protagonists, you've got your twists and you've got your turns. You've got your alliance and rebellion versus the empire, right? But 10 years of extraterrestrial occupation, and then people begin to fight back. I can't help but think how eerily that 10-year period, which might have been totally random, the author, the writer, the writers might have been on the toilet when they thought, hmm, 10 years of extraterrestrial occupation would be good. But that 10 years just happens to fit into that decade of 2020 to 2030. And 2020 initiated the propulsion of planet Earth into a prison society to be reset under the World Economic Forum and the Red Dragon Prince Charles to overturn all things that are natural, all things that are good, all things that are organic, all things that are of God, all things that are of life, of light, etc. You name it, it's there. They're overturning it, replacing the good with the bad and enforcing that which exists that is already bad. Ten years. And Time Magazine said the coronavirus might be something that we would see. Our response and how it supposedly operates if we were to come into contact with extraterrestrials or when alien life reaches Earth. Now, they talked about it in microbial form. But just think about it. What if you're waiting for Project Bluebeam? What if you're waiting for the fake alien invasion and you're waiting for John Goodman to strap explosives to himself and go down into the alien layer. You're waiting for Will Smith to smoke a cigar and punch the alien out and then give that classic line. Now that's what I call a close encounter. You're waiting for that to happen. Maybe you're waiting for some YouTube personality to disclose their sources, which never happens. But if Let's say there was any kind of reality or truth or planning to what Dr. Carol Rosen had to say, and you're waiting on those things to happen. It ain't going to happen that way. We are literally in a prime position to fulfill all the conspiracies, all the prophecies, 
anything and everything you can think of, from biblical prophecies to the prophecies of those people who consider themselves conspiracy theory researchers or whatever other name they apply. We are in a position, June 2021, to fulfill all of that. Let me tell you, let me show you, let me explain to you, let me lay out how it happens. And I might be totally wrong, but I think I'm on the right track. In a few weeks, we're going to get the official government report from U.S. intelligence agencies on UFOs and UAPs examining a few hundred incidences and incursions. We've already seen a briefing of that report that the technology is not necessarily alien, but that can't be ruled out. We're really uncertain what it is. It's definitely not advanced American technology. Maybe it's Russian or Chinese, but that really is debunked by considering how far this goes back. And how many incursions the Russians or the Chinese likewise have had and might have considered the same, that it's American technology. So the report comes out. Let's speculate. This is not a prediction, but let's say the report comes out and there's something in the report Something leading, something implicating that suggests that aliens, as the military has known for a long time, aliens or the potentiality of aliens, at least UFOs, UAPs, are not only a threat to national security, they're a threat to the entirety of the human race, the entirety of human life on planet Earth, human civilization. And since they are a threat, and we don't fully know exactly where they're from, what they're doing, what this technology is, is it just a robot, is it just a clone, is it a drone, what is it? We need to begin to develop our defenses now like we're in a Hollywood movie. So when the aliens finally show themselves, we can be ready to defend against that invasion. And of course, lockdowns and Gene therapy and changing the human genome and altering nature and creating a digital environment to plug ourselves into computers. All of this can be justified because we need to become more advanced to combat the alien threat. We need to genetically alter ourselves so we're not going to succumb to potential alien pathogens or alien bioweapons. You know, in A nutshell, the synopsis, the underlying alien synopsis of the X-Files, where the elites make a deal with their families, they get technology from the aliens, and they start administering it through vaccines like polio. We're in a prime position now that if the government even hints that this is a threat to national security while identifying that it actually exists, like finally acknowledging Area 51, acknowledging UFOs, acknowledging UAPs, that something here is real, What would stop the world from calling on the United States or the U.S. from calling on China and Russia to unify together to stop this alien incursion, to stop this alien threat? And it might be done in some other manner, but that's where we're headed. And so while we might be concerned about coming into contact with alien lives that are microbial in nature, what about the ships, the objects that the Navy pilots saw? And all the other things that have been recorded around the world from Russia to China to Germany to Australia and to the United States and South America, all over the world. What if those were alien life? 
evidence or proof of it. We'd be perhaps a little more threatened by that than a simple microbe. So we would need to build an alliance and a resistance against it. But perhaps this so-called disclosure is not disclosure of through insinuation that there is an alien threat, or maybe it is, either or, and it's really organized by some non-human force that wants the human race to submit to it, but to do it, they have to work through human liaisons so as not to terrify the public that they are here to take over the planet. I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I mean that seriously. Human beings, whatever you want to be called, we are in a prime position for all of this to be fulfilled. Every major conspiracy, alien invasion, UFOs, New World Order, world government, it's here right now. As you sit in your car, your apartment, your house, outside on your patio looking at the stars, It's here right now. And so maybe they work through those government officials like in captive state. And the government liaisons have no power, really. I mean, perceptually to the public, they're in control, but the aliens are making all of the decisions. The aliens, whatever you call them, are actually in control. And any rebellion against that alien incursion is a threat not only to the aliens, but it's a threat to their liaisons who are scared, who are afraid, and who are doing the bidding of those who have much more advanced technologies, a much more advanced civilization. Go watch Invaders from Mars in the 50s. Go watch Captive State from 2000 and. 19, I believe, is when it came out. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Go watch I Am Legend again. Just a two-week mitigation curb. Take something bad, make it good. Go get a pack of Oreos and put the Oreos outside of your house like Halloween and offer them up to the aliens because Oreos are now offering... Just that, an, an alien offering. They're offering the Oreo cookie as an offering to the aliens saying that we dunk in peace. You know, the Oreo cookie has the little Maltese crosses, the double-barred cross of Lorraine, the oval Vasica Pisces opening. Some might say it's Masonic. Some might say it's Satanic. Some might say it's a little bit of all that. Some might say it's coincidental. But if you look at that Oreo cookie, it's a very, very conspiratorial cookie, folks. It's a very, very interesting cookie. You look at it, and maybe you wonder, why is Nabisco using this as an advertisement? Just clever marketing? Why is it that the Black Knight satellite Pepsi commercial was about bringing the world together in unity to signal to the Black Knight satellite, we, 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 we're here in peace. We don't come in peace. We, we exist in peace. You've been watching us, documenting us, but we are a peaceful species. We come together. We want to join the universe. 
I mean, you see how mass psychological warfare works on Earth. How would it work in the solar system? How would it work in the universe? Perhaps in a similar fashion, but it's done to a whole planet. You want to be protected from this incursion, this threat, these UAPs? Let's unite together. Let's hold hands like the Black Knight satellite. Let's offer the aliens an Oreo cookie. Now, maybe the aliens are out there and it's all fake. Like Kara Rosen said it would be, according to Von Braun, who established NASA. The NASA that is now doing their own investigation into UFOs. They probably don't have to go far into the records. They literally have daily videos of objects in space. Maybe the aliens are already here like captive state. They're in control of officials of government. People know it when they resist. The government officials, they try to stop the resistance because they themselves are basically slaves to those extraterrestrials, to those aliens. And their lives, their their everything is, is on the line if they don't work for those beings who are more advanced technologically, who are more intellectually advanced on a level that we can't comprehend, that we can't explain. I think suggesting that alien technology is alien technology, I, th- I think that suggestion, UFOs are alien technology, I think that's a little more comic book I think saying we can't rule out that it's alien, but I'll tell you this, we don't really have an ability to comprehend what it is. That tells you it's a hell of a lot more advanced. It tells you it's a hell of a lot more beyond anything that humans could build. That whatever it is that we're coming into contact with, sure, it might want to destroy us. Why didn't it destroy us already? Maybe it's a much more sophisticated system. Maybe it's robotic. Maybe it's going by a textbook or a code. Maybe it's trying to assimilate our culture. Why not do it publicly then? Maybe it's examining for scientific purposes. Then why interfere at all? These are things that need to be considered in light of what is coming in June and what is coming in the next couple of months, the next couple of years, and the next decade. Not just with UFOs and UAPs, but with so-called alien pathogens, viruses, bacteria, biological weapons, and the like. These are all things that need to be considered. I'm Ryan Gable. This is the Secret Teachings Radio on the Fringe FM, and I hope that tonight you learned something on the show and you got something out of the show. And if you do, and you want to hear more, Subscribe to our archive at thesecretteachings.info, www.thesecretteachings.info. You get access to the archives, the montages, all the digital books. You also get a free copy of one of my books, soft cover, autographed if you'd like, free shipping in the United States. You get all of that. I'm giving you as much as I possibly can in energy, content, and physical items. It's $45. I mean, Occult Arcana is $38 because it's such an enormous book. It's a massive book. 45 bucks for all of it. Grab the Technological Elixir. It's a great book. It has a huge section on UFOs and UFO cults, among other things. You can buy those books separately or subscribe to get one for free with your subscription. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email for PayPal or for anything you'd like to send me. 
The website again is www.thesecretteachings.info. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy, stay alert, be aware, and we will talk to you on the next broadcast. Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.